For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of our show. My name is Maria. I'm your host and owner of One Ray Journal, a personal growth brand that helps you to feel less stressed, more mindful, and start your day with a positive thought based on our products such as guided journals, intention gratitude card decks, and workshops that teach you how to use our products to help you improve your life. So, Today's episode is all about how to connect to your intuition or your higher self. And if that sounds interesting, then stick around for today's Most of us are very familiar with what our intuition is and how it helps us to know based on a gut feeling level, whether a decision or a person or a collaboration or a purchase is right or not for us. So it's basically your second brain that gives you that feedback based on a feeling inside of your abdomen, whether something is right or not for you, whether you're on the right path. And It's just as necessary as the logical part of your brain that weighs all of the reasons why you should or shouldn't make a decision. But I think that it's important to say that while every single one of us has the ability to connect with this part of us, the biggest challenge that I have seen and experienced and through speaking with so many of you at events, what you struggle with is other people's voices drowning out your own and filling your mind with everybody else's opinion and thoughts on a matter and allowing that to dictate what you think of something. I have some of the most amazing people in my life, my good friends, my family, my fiance, what they tell me when I go to them for advice or when I bounce a situation off of them or ask for their feedback, what they say is, what do you think is right? What feels right for you? And this is a really important quality in crafting a close-knit group around you because so many people will tell you what they would do, what they think you should do, and that's not always helpful. Sometimes to hear somebody's opinion who's not emotionally involved can be very valuable, but my closest people, when I was thinking of this topic and what I want to talk about, is the fact that they always ask me what I think I should do. Now, approaching this topic of how to connect to your intuition from a logical standpoint and a tactical point, I think the first place that you could start is by carving out quiet time to spend with yourself 
every single day. Every single day, five minutes where you are breathing, where you are allowing thoughts to enter into one side of your brain, watching them float across, and watching them exit. This is called detaching from your thoughts. Most of us are emotionally involved in every decision, every thought, everything that passes through our heads every day of our lives. And when you develop a meditation practice or a breathwork practice, you are sitting in silence by yourself, hearing your thoughts, and recognizing that your thoughts are not you. And you are not your thoughts. And if you're looking for a way to dive into that topic in and of itself, the most fantastic book I've ever read in my entire life is called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. It will change your life. It's the first personal growth book I ever read, and it was actually gifted to me. And if you are struggling to understand that concept of separating your soul slash intuition slash your higher self with the fact that your thoughts are not the same thing, start by reading that book. Once you can understand this concept that thoughts are not part of your soul and your soul is not part of your thoughts, they are two different things, we can talk about how to connect to your inner guidance system. Now, my personal belief, based on what I've read, you do not have to agree with this, but my personal belief is that before our soul enters our body when we're born, our soul already knows the way. Our soul has created the path that we will take, the challenges that we'll overcome, the relationships that we'll work through, the tools that we'll gather, the lessons that we'll learn. All of that has already been decided. And while we have the free will to choose how we get there, our soul knows the way. It has created the GPS system from when we were born to when we leave this plane of existence. So when you check in with your intuition, she already knows the way. You can rest assured that you don't have to doubt because your soul has already decided where you will end up. So when you consult her, it's almost like consulting a professor about a test. Hey, can you point out what I'm supposed to know for this test? Can you guide me in the right direction? Can you make sure that I'm studying the right material for the test? Your intuition is not going to come right out and tell you the answers. <laughs> this is a bummer because sometimes I'm like, I really just wish you would let me know because I'm wasting time trying to figure it out. But that's me trying to control a situation and I can only tap into my intuition when I'm relaxed and in flow and in alignment and trusting that things are always working out for my highest good. So when we talk about consulting our inner guidance system, this requires you to get to know your intuition just like you would get to know a new friend. Having coffee with a new friend, talking on the phone with them, spending quality time with it. And in this sense, I think a great place to start as a beginner is to sit in quiet meditation. Or if you don't want to call it meditation, you can just carve out a couple of minutes every day to not think about anything 
well, you're going to think about things, but you're not actively thinking about a topic like what you have to do tomorrow, what work needs from you, what you're going to wear, like put all of that aside and just observe your thoughts. Some nice deep breaths, watching the things that are happening in your brain, but not being a part of it. This is a really hard thing to do and I don't want to downplay it because when I say it, it sounds very simple and you just sit and breathe and watch and you're all good. This is a very difficult thing to do. We're not taught how to do this, but it's a very natural step to take once you begin. And it may take you three months of sitting with yourself for five minutes a day, most days out of the week until you really start to notice. So I don't wanna downplay it by making it sound very easy, it is not. And even when you get good at it, it's still a hard thing to master, especially when you're involved in a situation around you that's causing drama or chaos or emotional involvement. But that's the magic of it. That's the best time to use it because you develop this practice and then when a situation presents itself, you will find that you'll be less involved emotionally and you'll be able to have a clearer head. But you'll see what I mean once you start doing this. If you want to connect to your higher self, carve out a couple minutes a day and then if you can add on here or there, 10 minutes a day is great, 5 minutes a day is great, just set aside some time where you won't be bothered and you can be alone with your thoughts. The next way that I think is helpful to connect with your intuition is to develop a gratitude practice. I have products that will help you with this between our grounding journal, our wellness journal, which you could do both or one or the other, and our intention gratitude card decks. This is going to change your life because it will start to reprogram your mind to look for the good. Some days I am strictly putting pen to paper when I practice gratitude and it feels forced. So if you're starting this, you're new at it, even if you've been doing it for a couple weeks and it feels forced, like you're writing it but you're not really feeling it, you're trying to feel it but you can't really make the connection, that's okay. This is a lifelong journey and the more you practice it, the better you will get, but please do not expect to be perfect at it the first few 30 or 40 times that you do it. Just stick with me on this. When I practice gratitude, like really attach a feeling to a thought. So for example, right now I'm practicing gratitude because I am so thankful that there are people who consume my content. There are people, you are sitting here, or maybe you're going for a walk, or maybe you're at work, or maybe you're driving, listening to the thoughts that I am forming words from. That is crazy. I can't believe there are people who actually like to hear what I have to say. And I can't help but be so grateful and happy and joyful that people are, not even just for me personally, but People are looking to feel good. They're looking to improve their mindset, to be a better human, to put good out into the world. That is such a humbling belief for me. And I can't help but have an actual physical reaction to that. 
because you could be spending your time doing anything. And so bottom line, when I attach a feeling of joy, like true happiness and joy to a thought of, oh my gosh, I'm making this content so that somebody can have a better day and improve their mindset and maybe feel lighter while they're in a situation that feels heavy, that is practicing true gratitude. But I have a whole episode dedicated to this, so I'm going to save it for that. So check back in a couple weeks about how to practice gratitude. Um, When you practice gratitude, it's impossible not to be in absolute awe with what's happening around you. Last night, I was talking to a friend who is taking a new job, and I am so happy for them truly and genuinely happy that this person is going to be living the life of their dreams and making more money and really building something that they're proud of. But it made me feel extremely grateful in myself for where I'm at in my life. I get to do creative work for a living. I get to be paid to write and speak and make things. That's been my dream since as long as I can remember. I've always been extremely creative. I don't have siblings, so I spent a lot of time on my own growing up making things. And when I was older, or when I was younger, I was always told, oh, you can't be creative. You have to get a real job. (laughs) A real job. What the heck even is that? And I get to be creative and get paid for it and pay my bills and support myself through this work. And... Not only that, but while I'm growing this business, I have a job that affords me to live the life that I do. So not only am I getting paid to be creative, I'm also working at a job that I'm very comfortable at. I love my job. I love going in. I love the patients that I see. I love drinking my coffee. I work with my fiance. Like, amazing. (laughs) And this is not me bragging about my life by any means because there is, for as much good as there is, there's also challenges that come with it. But My point is, last night I was reflecting on this space that I live in, this profession that I get to do each day and and put my time and energy into, my relationship, my friendships, the health of my family. I am in such awe at how beautiful my life is. And I look back 10 years ago, I really struggled in high school. That's kind of where this whole business concept came from. I really struggled mentally in high school. Just, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was older. I really wanted to find a a partner and be in a supportive relationship with somebody that I was absolutely in love with and so happy with who took care of me and would joke around about SpongeBob with me and just all of that came true. And back then I just thought like, I wonder what my life is going to be. I hope that it turns out like I want it to. And I... Looking back, if I could see 10 years into the future as to where I am right now at 27, it would be so unbelievable because of how amazing it is. And nothing about my life is unique. It's not like I'm living on a yacht or flying first class. Like it's not even the money itself. It's just I have a life of abundance. And When I sit back and reflect on this, it makes all of the little bullshit things that happen every day put much into perspective. There are people that I have worked with at my physical therapy job who cannot even afford to pay their cell phone bill. 
or who cannot afford to cook dinner every night and they use assistance for it. And I think about that in the midst of my everyday life and minor, minor challenges or struggles that I go through. And it really puts it into perspective. And when I think about that, I am in such awe of the life around me. I am rooted truly in a place of gratitude. And my intuition is so strong and I can hear it so well when I am rooted in this place of gratitude. And the way that I get there, I'll explain more about this in the gratitude episode, I promise. But the way that I get there is by actively looking at all of the good in my life every day. Or maybe not all of it, but looking at one area of the good in every day. And the way that I do this is I pull a gratitude card that gives me an area of my life to focus on. If I haven't mentioned it before, (laughs) our intention gratitude cards are the perfect tool to help you dive into this practice, whether you're a beginner or you're advanced. So when you look at connecting with your intuition, Rooting yourself in gratitude is a fantastic place to start as well as paying attention and taking note to how your intuition speaks to you. All of us are different and our intuition speaks to us in different ways. Mine speaks to me through journaling. When I put pen to paper, sometimes I'll type, but usually when I put pen to paper, My intuition speaks loud and clear and thoughts come through that are happening on a subconscious level, but that are not running in my everyday, regularly scheduled programming in my head. So writing down is a great place for me, but for you, it may be in the form of signs. Maybe you ask your intuition, am I on the right track in XYZ area of my life? If I am, send me a sign. And maybe you ask them to send you a sign or your, your intuition to send you a sign um, within the next 24 hours and make it yellow. And then once you ask for that sign, put it out of your head. Forget about it. Don't be dwelling on it and looking for it and thinking about it. Ask for it, put it out there, let it go. Another very difficult thing to do, but with this practice, you will get better at it. There are a multitude of different ways that you can connect with your intuition. So try it out. Try out a couple ways of speaking to your intuition and see which one feels the most authentic for you. Now, when we talk about speaking to your intuition, I know your next question is, how do I do that? What do I say? And my favorite way to do this is to ask my intuition a question. And I would approach this if you're new at it, like you are talking to a new friend or somebody that you just met. If you're new at this, don't dive right into these deep, dark, heavy thoughts that you want the answer to. Start with something surface level. So once in a while, when I haven't connected with my intuition for a couple days, I will start by saying a Gabby Bernstein prayer that I absolutely love, and it's, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to say? And to whom? That is the whole prayer. And I saw it um, from Gabby Bernstein. I'm not 100% sure if she's the original author of that quote or not, but I like asking this question because 
it opens the door for my intuition to speak to me. Your intuition will not speak to you unless it's an emergency, but usually it will not speak to you unless you ask for guidance or you ask for interference. It's kind of the same with spirit guides where they will only intervene if you ask for support or help. So start by asking, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say and to whom? That's it. Start there. It's a great place to open up some dialogue along with figuring out how your intuition speaks best to you. Maybe it's during those quiet times that you're having with yourself a couple minutes a day. Maybe it's through written form. Maybe it's through signs. Maybe it's through literature. And make sure that you are open to receiving the answer because it will probably come in a different way than you are expecting it to. There is no one way that the answers come to you, but they will come if you ask. And make sure that you are carving out quiet time to connect with yourself every day. For the sake of keeping things simple, that's what I'm going to leave it at. But one more thing that I, I think is worth mentioning as a side note, because all of those tips fit together and they kind of give you, okay, how should I go about this, which is in your quiet time? What should I say, which is the Gabby Bernstein prayer? And how can I expect the answer, which is in various different forms that you can look for? That's kind of the, the starter pack for connecting with your intuition. But one more thing I think is a, a great non-structured way of approaching this which is to tap into your creativity because my intuition also speaks to me through creativity, especially when I'm making products. But for your sake, maybe try it in a way that you're not making money for, like just drawing on a blank piece of paper or coloring or writing. Whatever your creativity sparks, maybe it's knitting, drawing with chalk. There's so many things you could do to be creative. But... Through creativity, you will awaken your intuition. That is one of the biggest and most simple ways to connect to the spiritual world, your higher self, your intuition. Um, there's actually another great book recommendation, which is Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, where she shares how her creativity takes on its own energy force and she kind of communicates with her creativity in order to help her access her intuition, which I think is fantastic. You should definitely read that book, especially if you're somebody who is creative and practices this on a daily or weekly basis. Um, but that is what I will leave you with. I hope this makes sense. Please let me know what you think by leaving a review and sharing with a friend if you found value. I can't tell you how helpful that is to get us to get our messages out into the world to the people who need them most. So on that note, have a wonderful week, and I will see you here next Tuesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.